Aloha, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show. And I'm your host, Ronnie Landis. I'm also the founder of the Holistic Health Mastery Nutrition Certification Course. And you can find more information about that at holistichealthmastery.com. So in today's show, I bring on my very good friend and colleague, Michaela Christian, and she is just something else. She's like a supernova, you know, in this this world of health and natural, vibrant nutrition, cleansing strategies, and beauty nutrition, beauty tools and strategies that are derivatives of nature, exclusively natural beauty enhancing options. And this interview was really amazing. It was actually way more amazing than I anticipated it would be. Um, Just because I've seen Michaela grow so much in her career, her profession as a holistic nutritionist and as an educator and really just stepping out there and making things happen. But I've also seen her grow as a person, as a woman, a young woman. Um, growing into herself and stepping out as a leader in this field. It's been amazing to watch, but in this interview, it really came full circle for me, and I was really impressed. I was really, really impressed, and I think you will be too. The topics that we talk about, um, we haven't really discussed in very much detail on this show. We've had a lot of amazing women come on and talk about all kinds of different aspects of their focus. But Michaela brought in the beautification aspect, how to enhance beautification characteristics through what we eat, through what we put on our skin, through what we put into our body, and certain little novel tricks and trades that you can implement immediately to have more glowing skin, to relieve the bags under the eyes to increase collagen and elastin protein formation in the skin tissue so your skin is tighter and it's shining and it's glowing and all that amazing stuff, right? And also she shares a lot about her daily routine, how she stays focused as a busy entrepreneur. She's working on three different companies at the moment and it's just just an incredible human being. So I could go on and on about the interview, but I figure why don't we just get into the interview and let you guys have it. So without further ado, I'm introducing to you Michaela Christian. Enjoy. Michaela Christian is a renaissance woman as she is an expert in plant-based nutrition, holistic health coach, raw gourmet chef, and sustainability guru. She's a passionate soul working on philanthropic efforts in promoting healthy lifestyles while bringing sexy back. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. My pleasure. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm I'm really excited to be on the show and I'm excited to share with everybody what I'm, you know, working on and what comes for the future and how, you know, together we can help each other. Absolutely. Why don't um you share with with me and the audience a little bit about your background, just kind of how you got into what you're doing now, your passion. Uh yeah, where does Michaela come from? 
So yeah, I'm originally born and raised in LA and I've done some traveling and I now live in Hawaii and you know, it's, there's so much that I'm working on. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost funny to say like, Oh, this is what I'm working on. But, um, you know, my passion is to help heal people with food. I think that's my number one passion. It's something that I feel strongly about. And being a chef is to me, one of the best gifts that you, you can give, you know, to others is to open up their hearts and feed them amazing healing food that's tasty and that people aren't, you know, afraid to try. And, you know, I do specialize in raw vegan gourmet, which is more of a plant-based diet. And I think people are really open to it when it tastes really good, you know? So my goal is to heal people with really good tasting food. And I have a lot going on. I have a detox course that I just launched to help people just kind of get the gist of how to set their life straight and get a balance in everything that they're doing. If you're busy like myself or even you, Ronnie, I know that we're both very busy, busy with our businesses. I think it's important to take that time to care for yourself and, you know, think about what you really want in life and dig deeper. And I think a lot of people just go through the rat race and they never really know where they're going and they're just letting life drag them along. And it's my goal to, you know, get people back in touch with themselves in a deeper level. That's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And and taking that time necessary to smell the roses, as they say, and enjoy the process while we're pushing forward for our goals, you know, having that, that maybe we don't really have a balance like a 50-50, but maybe like a 30-70, 60-40 kind of thing, you know, um, that's a message that's been coming up a lot lately. And I, I know that you and me have kind of chatted about that dynamic of being an entrepreneur or just having a fast-paced lifestyle, but then also the need to like go to the beach, get in the water, you know, get barefoot on the ground, maybe take a nap on the ground under the sun or whatever that looks like, right? Having that, that equilibrium. Definitely. Yeah. I, that's something that I think, you know, a lot of people don't even think to do. (laughs) They don't even think, I'm going to take a walk outside, you know, and just literally just walk down the street alone. I think, I think nowadays it's so fast paced. And um, even in Hawaii, you know, I used to live on Maui and I do hit up all the other islands, but I think living on Oahu is just like living in LA, but you know, with a more beautiful, I guess, atmosphere or surrounding, um, in my opinion. But, you know, it's funny because you see somebody walking down the street and you're like, what a weirdo. You know, some people would think, why are they walking all by themselves? Where are they going? You know, if, if you don't have a dog with you or, you know, but it's like, what's weird about that? That's what we're supposed, we're intended to do is, you know, in nature as human beings is to, you know, enjoy the fruits of the planet, you know, enjoy the, what the planet has to offer and just the beautiful surroundings and to appreciate that because at any moment you could be gone from this world, you know? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. How how important, or I should say, um, how powerful has gratitude and appreciation been for you in your life? Oh my goodness, I feel extremely blessed beyond belief, like blessed to the max. I feel like being grateful brings me more abundance. I feel like every time, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, I call myself an eco-entrepreneur and all the things that I'm working on are always to help others. They're sustainable. They're very passion-driven. But, they, you know, they say that when you do things, yeah, you do things for others, but 
at the end of the day, you're really doing it for yourself. Like what makes you happy and, you know, what's fulfilling. And it may not be, you know, financially driven. It might not be for the purpose of money. But for me, I'm, you know, when I do something like a feeding the homeless or, um, you know, I'm just starting to do retreats and, you know, we have our retreats coming up. And for me, it's like, it's nice that I will be able to profit from these things, but it's nicer that people, you know, they tell me, Michaela, I went vegan because of you, or you changed my life, or I no longer have diabetes or, you know, because I'm very grateful to be in this world, you know, just to be able to help others. So, I think living in Hawaii was a huge blessing for me coming from LA and just the hardship that I struggled through in my life. And, you know, like I said, just, just taking that moment to acknowledge like every day and every conversation, every moment, everything that I eat and everything that I do, I'm just, I'm, it's like ecstatic. It's like ecstasy. You know, I just feel super blessed, you know? Mm-hmm. I do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how, well, I'll save that one for after. Um, I'm curious, you know, what, what, what drives you right now? Cause I know that you're interested in a number of different things. Um, definitely helping other people heal themselves through nutrition diet. And we'll definitely go more into that. But I know you're, you know, like like your bio says, like you're a Renaissance woman. You got your your hands in different pots and different things. So, what right now are you really passionate about? So, as mentioned, you know, food will always be my, you know, my baby. You know, it's something mm-hmm. that I really love, and that really drives me. You know, to just wake up every day and make stuff. You know, to create. I think the most motivating factor is how can I help others, but enjoy it. And you're right. I I have my hand in a bunch of different things right now, but everything is progressing and people are like, how do you balance all of that? And I'm like, you know, it's just a learning curve when you've done business, you know, what works, what doesn't work and what you want to do and how you're going to get this done. How is it efficient? I think what helps me the most is, you know, outsourcing and partnering up with people who I know that they know what they're doing you know, in terms of marketing or just, you know, and the funny thing about it, the reason I even have my hand in so many things is because, you know, I've studied a few of different things. I did go to UCLA. I went to UCLA film school and I graduated, you know, eight, nine years ago. And, um, I left that alone for a while because I fell in love with nutrition, but now, you know, I see the need for it here on my own island in Hawaii. And it's something that I, I always use to tell stories as videos. And it's something that I've always loved as a child growing up was music videos and commercials and an artist's mind. How do they think or how do they create? And it's something I'm really good at. So people say that, you know, filmmaking is my calling, but why can't I have more than that? You know, if I'm able to balance it, I think it's a beautiful thing to provide a beautiful content. And I'm just all day, every day, you know, really interested in providing for others. So also, you know, I have Bazaar Collection. So that's a something that I felt was really important in terms of providing for others. I saw the need for vegan attire. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes I want to buy something and wear it, but I'm like, oh, this is made from wool or this is, you know, leather. And I can't wear that now because I'm living a different lifestyle where I'm helping the earth and helping you know, other beings. So I created Bazaar Collection because I, you know, I wanted to provide for others who had the same dilemma. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, not only 
my thoughts on the quality of lifestyle, but, and what we bring to the world. And that's why I start these companies. So yeah, I think, I think they're all my favorite. If <laughs> you really must know, I think, you know, creating films is so beautiful and I think I'm really visual and that's why I like filmmaking. And I think preparing the food is another form of my visual creativeness is it's an art. And then I think creating like, you know, the jewelry and the bikinis and all that stuff for bizarre collection is also, it's just all artisan work. So I think mm -hmm. all of it just ties together. And then people, once they see everything I'm working on, they can see how it all just bounces off of each other, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious, how has um, the vegan lifestyle influenced your health and your life in general? So once I, I went vegan, it really shifted my consciousness to, you know, I was very conscious about, oh my goodness, all of my decisions, you know, like that I've made. And it really gave me mental clarity. I, you know, especially for somebody as busy as I, like, oh my goodness, you know, I have to stop. I have to think I have to organize. There's so much that I need to take care of. And when I'm feeding my body with high, very highly nutritious foods, I feel better. I'm able to perform better. I look better. People ask me, oh, what's my secret? And, um, plants, plants are my secret, <laughs> you know? So I think that that's really important to know, like, okay, why am I doing this? Why did I choose this vegan lifestyle? And what it, what is it doing for me? And how is that helping others? And when people are coming to me telling me I have diabetes, I have, you know, I have cancer, I have this or I have that, and they start adopting these principles and it changes their lives, it's beautiful because now they want the world to go vegan. They also are like, you should go vegan, you should go vegan. And, and I think vegan has definitely entered that bad connotation, you know, like people are like, oh, they're the vegans, you know, and it really separates mm -hmm. us. And I hate, I mean, I don't hate, let me take that back. I really don't like that veganism has this bad, you know, society is like, oh, vegan. It's trendy, but at the same time, people are scared of it. They don't know what to think of it. They don't know what it is. They think they can never survive on that lifestyle. And once you get at the hang of it, it's easy. Like anything that you take up, once you learn it and you adapt it, then you just go with the flow and it's, you don't even think about it anymore. It's just part of your lifestyle. So I think it's something that people should definitely check out because it would change their life and it would give them more energy and help them all the way around. Yeah. So on that note, what would you share with somebody that is interested in adopting a plant-based lifestyle, but they're hesitant to make that shift? They might have family pressure. Um, you know, one thing that comes up for me when I talk to people, a lot of times it's like in a family um, nucleus, like the mom will be, the mom or the wife will be really into it. She's like totally gets the whole thing and she's just like all, all into it. But then the husband is not supportive. And then that kind of throws the family dynamic off because then the, the husband may kind of like, you know, make jokes or whatever. And then that influences the kids and sways them and just makes it harder for that person. That's just an example that I have been witnessing with a number of clients, female clients. So like, you know, that could be related to any different example, but, um, yeah, what would you share with somebody that again, wants to adopt that type of lifestyle, but is just not confident about jumping fully into it. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So I get this all the time. People are always like, Michaela, how did you go vegan? And, you know, I grew up, I'm, you know, I'm Latin. I'll just let people know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So 
so that alone tells you we're very dairy and meat and you know we're, that's just the culture that I grew up with um and it was hard in the beginning um I did this a little over six years ago I went vegan and at the time surprisingly just even six years ago it wasn't a popular thing so I remember reading the China study and going vegan and saying I'm not gonna eat this I'm not gonna eat that and just starting to change my life for the better and um I didn't do it you know, when I did learn about eating healthier, I, I would definitely recommend that people don't go cold turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's funny. Cold tofu, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, don't just say I'm going to do it because a lot of people feel like that. To be honest with you, I did do it like that. I That's just me, though. I'm that type of person where I say I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. And that's just my preference, you know, that either I'm going to get right into it or I'm not. But what I recommend a lot of people do is just take it slow, take it week by week, month by month, you know, slowly start cutting things out of your diet. And I think when you have really good recipes or um, really nice restaurants that you can share with your friends and family and they try it, they're like, oh, this isn't so bad, actually. And that's what I did with my friends. Like every time we would go out, I didn't want that to have to always just order a salad everywhere I went or um, order sides. Cause that's usually what happens. I'll say, I'll oh, just take this side, this side, this side, this side, which usually ends up being great anyways. But I think a, a way to open people's hearts and get them really into the diet or the lifestyle is just to introduce them to things that you're into. And you know, if they're open-minded enough, they'll attend, they'll go to your restaurants and they'll love it. And a lot of my friends, I didn't even try to turn them vegan, but they're all basically vegan now. <laughs> um, they go to the restaurants without me, you know, I'll say, Oh, let's meet at peace cafe today. And you know, Honolulu, I love that place. Mm. And they meet up with me. And the next week they're like, every week they're like, Oh, I'm always at peace cafe now. I'm like, really? (laughs) I didn't know that you, you know, you liked it that much, you know, and now they're buying me little gifts and you know, Oh, I brought you something from peace cafe. And so I think when you introduce somebody to it, they're more open to it. I think with the vegan Lifestyle, the easiest way to introduce to somebody to it is the desserts. I think that's, yes, I think like chocolate and like, you know, low glycemic, obviously desserts that are not like too high in, you know, um, sweeteners and stuff are the best way to get people interested in what you have to offer. Mm. Like, you know, the almond milks and the mac nut cheeses and, um, you know, just really fun, pretty stuff. I think people will be more open-minded. Like, you know, there's guys that I've dated that were like really not into it. You know, they're like, I'm just not into this. And I'm like, that's fine. But after a while they're into it, you know, I'm like, Oh, let's make ice cream together. And I'll throw in like frozen bananas and, you know, maybe cacao powder and, um, you know, goji berries and just all this like really delicious, nutritious food. And then they're like, Oh, that was really good, Michaela, you know, and we'll just be making all these dishes together. And, and then they're more open to it, you know? So I think really introducing somebody into something, um, moment by moment, you know, like one recipe per week and just slowly transition yourself into it and kind of give yourself a deadline and say, you know, in the next six months, I'm going to go vegan and this is how I'm going to start. You know, I think that's an easier way to do it. Mm, yeah, because you kind of want to, uh, most people have a sweet tooth, right? So mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're kind of acclimated towards that sweet undertone. Um, and you kind of got to get people, people in the door somehow. So that tends to be like that, that sugar and fat combination, right? Is kind of like what people, they feel like they need for satiation or just for that, you know, that, that taste orientation. And then afterwards, 
people start to acclimate, they dip their toes in, then eventually they start swimming in the shallow end, and then before you know it, they're fully submerged in the deep end, and they don't even know how they got there. They just know that, like, wow, okay, like, things have changed, my body's changing, my digestion's changing, things are coming out the other end finally, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it, like, I have mental clarity, I'm aware of myself, you know, like, all these things, so that's cool, you know, having that little, that little bit of a, um, that vehicle, I guess, if you will, because, you know, that's, that's actually, let, let me touch on that real quickly, because that, that brings up a lot of stuff in the diet world, you know, you have all these overarching statements and theories about <clears throat> oh you need to cut sugar out you need to cut fruit out you need to cut da, 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 and you have these back and forth right mm -hmm. but a lot of times those conversations are only relevant to either someone that has like a terminal illness which is what I see a lot um, which is a lot of the focus of my work so like cancer or diabetes or digestive infections or you name it that's one that's one thing that's one part of the puzzle but then there's this whole huge um this whole huge container of people which we can call the mass population that may not have a terminal illness or there may be they're just trying to adopt a new lifestyle and you kind of you don't have to be so extreme with everybody you know because you've seen it like in the nutrition world there's a lot of extremism and it kind of just like leaves a big group of human beings out where they're like, well, I just, you know, like, I guess that makes sense, but, you know, I can't really just, like, hop all the way over there right now. I need a bridge. I need, you know, things to help me along, and I think that's what you're speaking to. Definitely, definitely, yeah. I think, and then I think once they're really immersed in the lifestyle, they're like, you know, it always starts with food, I feel like. You know, more mm -hmm. people are open to, like, oh, yeah, let's let's try that, and then they're like, oh, what's dry brushing? What's coconut, you know, what's oil pulling? And, right. oh, you use coconut oil for your skin? And, you know, just all these things that, that you start getting really interested into. And that's why I think a lot of people go on this rage when they first go vegan. They just want the <laughs> whole world to know, like, yeah. what they're up to, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> um, what is your idea of bringing sexy back to people's lives? Oh, I, I love this question. Um, so basically, I think there's a sexiness in all of us, yeah? I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are very hesitant to touch on this topic or sex or being sexy. But if you go on my Instagram, you know, Super Sexy Raw, or if you check out anything I'm working on, I'm not promoting, like, you know, scantily clad women in bikinis all day, every day. That's not what I'm referring to. You know, sexy is being confident and knowing who you are and owning it, you know? And I think bringing sexy back is just showing people that they got this, you know, you got this in you. And, you know, a lot of people struggle with, I guess, their confidence or maybe they're a little bit overweight or they don't have the best skin or, or what society thinks should be the perfect um, body or look, you know, but they should just be happy with what they have right now. And by bringing sexy back, it's just saying, confirming in yourself saying, I am sexy and I'm going to own this <laughs> and I'm going to be who I am. You know, who cares what society thinks? This is who I am. But by taking care of yourself, you're really bringing sexy back. I think by, you know, making time to care for yourself in the morning, by meditating, by journaling, by you know, this is something that I advocate for by t 
taking care of your skin and, and your foods and make sh- making sure that you have time to, to prepare your foods and not just grabbing McDonald's every day or something that's cheap and easy. Like, you know, just knowing that you are who you are and that you're going to take care of yourself. And I think that's very sexy. Mm, beautiful. Um, so what are some of the, the sexy routines that you do? Yeah, so in I, that context, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I mean, some of the things you mentioned, like coconut oil as a skin moisturizer, right? As skin brushing to cleanse and and, and uh, brush off the dead skin on your body. Like when I think of those implications, I'm like, whoa, that is pretty sexy because having dead skin on my body or floating around in my room or something, that's not sexy. No, no, it's, it's really not. I think, I think that's another thing. Um, you know, uh, I've been doing more targeting towards beauty. It wasn't what I initially wanted to do because I'm more concerned about the people who have, you know, disease or illness and I definitely want to heal them. But at the same time, how you look and it really affects how you feel mm-hmm. and how you feel affects how you are presented in this world, you know? So I think, Um, My own sexy routines, like I do face masks every day, whether it's mashing up a papaya or an avocado. I just did two face masks this morning. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like I did a a clay, the bentonite clay mask. Nice. I was was just, it's so funny. I was literally, as you, you, right before you mentioned it, it popped in my head. I was going to ask you, do you do any kind of clay masks? Oh my goodness. I do the activated charcoal masks Mm. and I I did a um, honey spirulina mask right after my clay mask, and then I, <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm all about masks and body masks, and Wait, let's, actually, we got to talk about that for a moment here. I'm now, now you got me curious. Okay, so um, I, I'm totally into it, but you know, as kind of like an alpha male, like athlete type of character, um, and like kind of like bookworm nerd at the same time. Like I, I'm so into that stuff, and I'm so into promoting it, but. I don't tend to always find the time to do it myself. I have a big bucket of bentonite clay and zeolites, and I take that, I ingest that stuff, and charcoal, I ingest it all the time and use it as like a teeth whitener, but I don't really get into the the face mask, and I'm kind of thinking like, man, I need to start getting into that. So what, what, what are some of the things that you've noticed after doing that? Um, the, the face masks and stuff? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So... After doing, you know, and implementing the face mask, because, you know, I think no matter what your diet is or how you care for, you know, what you eat, um, there's still so many toxins in the air and the environment. Um, stress is a toxin, just, you know, not having good relationships. I mean, there's, that's why I, I really love to talk about detoxing all the time, because no matter what, you can never prevent toxins. So there are times when I break out and I'm like, how is this? Like, I'm, I eat so clean and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you know, I'm a woman, I have my monthly cycle, so I'll break out and it's not my favorite thing. So as soon as I break out, I'm like, oh, damage control, you know, and I go and I start doing my face mask and my skin just looks so nice and smooth. I'm almost 30. I'm 28. So it's about that time, you know, that I'm going to start seeing more aging and, and I want to prevent that. I don't want, you know, to, I want to age gracefully, you know, I don't want to be that girl that's getting Botoxed up and um, doing all that, you know, because it's just not good for you. Um, at, you know, and I'm not knocking people who are into that. I'm just saying that's not my style. So when I do these face masks, not only do I feel good after doing it, cause I see an improvement in my skin, it looks 
more tight, you know, the collagen, it's just basically you're repairing the collagen and you're feeding your face with this fresh natural ingredients that you've mashed up. And I'm actually working on a line. It's so funny. I'm working on a line now that I'm going to release probably at the end of the year. Um, it's called creme de la creme mm. and it's going to be really coconut based with the local coconuts. And I'm going to outsource from California as well with their produce. But I think when you use the fresher produce, um, it's really, really nice. And not, not just that your skin looks better, you feel better because now you're taking care of yourself, whether you're a male or a female or a baby. It's just, it's nice to mash up those ingredients and get really back in touch with nature and then slap them all over your face and your body and your hair. And then you wash them off and you just feel so soothed. And you're like, I did that. I made that. I didn't go and spend hundreds of dollars at, um, you know, Macy's or Nordstrom's, you know, to buy some product that just, you know, has all these preservatives in it and that claims to, you know, really change your skin. And you, you are now hooked on that product as opposed to mashing up something super and fresh that you just got from maybe the farmer's market that day. And you can really tell the difference. I, I've done, um, a few day spots. I would do these on Maui all the time when I lived there with my friend Olive. We would mash up all these ingredients and then package it up. And then me and her would just spend the day at a waterfall and we would mash all these ingredients all over our bodies and our faces. And we would do one thing after the other. We'd do like a sugar scrub and then a clay mask and then a lip scrub and then like a green salad body, you know, moisturizing <laughs> thing, you know, and we'd just spend the day doing that and washing it off. And when we left, we couldn't believe how amazing we felt. We're like, not only were we smooth and beautiful, we were just like refreshed and revived. And that's why I think it, that people should make this part of the routine, like literally schedule it into your calendar. Like on Wednesdays and Fridays, I do this face mask on Mondays. I do this, you know, um, you know, I drink this specific teas or I do this cleanse. And, you know, on, on Tuesdays I do this, you know, uh, you know, every morning I do oil pulling, you know, like just kind of work it out routine for the things that you like that you think work for you and put it in your schedule. Just like if you had a business meeting or you had something to do, make it a point to take care of yourself, make that part of your schedule because you should put yourself first before anything, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then by using, by being able to create these things yourself, you are becoming more sovereign and liberated and you're not feeding into um, kind of the corporate power structure and that's kind of and not just that and you know it's all and it's definitely advisable to support smaller companies smaller businesses or just independent businesses that are doing it right you know that are doing truly organic homegrown or even wild crafted ingredients that are concentrated in powders that you can use and apply to your skin or whatever the the application may be, um, you know, supporting, supporting more of a community-based um, endeavor versus the, obviously the 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 corporate, um, you know, uh, structure that we're all kind of moving away from. So I totally support that, and I think that's amazing. And then, you know, um, being able to use natural plants as not just therapeutic agents for healing but also for beautification like a lot of people don't really realize that so much of the healing process um, what's going on in the body is just actually or a better way for me to say it is actually the outside of your body being the 
the largest organ of your body being your skin, is a representation of what's going on inside the body, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, that's another thing I wanted to touch on was, so I, I'm going to shamelessly plug my Please line do. right now. Yeah. Um, Bazaar Collection is my artisan website where I have all these vegan products. And it's honestly, it's something that, like I said, I felt the need for because I myself was having trouble finding you know, pure vegan soaps or, you know, and not just vegan because something can be vegan and still not be good Mm -hmm. for you. You know, like you can have a sugar, a bar, a granola bar filled with just sugar and you read the ingredients and it's like rice syrup and syrup and syrup and syrup. And you're just like, okay, well, this obviously isn't that healthy. You know, I mean, it's vegan, but it's not that healthy. So, um, I wanted to create these soaps and this line of things that were good for you. And, so I teamed up with my really good friend, Olive, who I would do the spa retreats with and the day trips with. And she's helping me customize, you know, the creme de la creme line. But when you're using these products, your skin is your largest organ. And I, I don't know if people really know that, but it's soaking up. That's why you have toxins in your body, because it's entering through, you know, your skin and what you drink and eat and the air. And it's just getting absorbed. And I think you know, to heal yourself from the inside, you know, what you put on your skin really matters. So we have these artisan soaps that are like, you know, cold pressed, um, you know, coconut rose and with really healing properties or bentonite clay soaps. And I have, you know, some cream soaps if you have chapped skin. And I think because this stuff gets right absorbed into your body, it's healing right then and there, you know, like it's just going right into your bloodstream and your organs and just absorbing. So I think, like what I think is that what you're saying, right? Like what you're yeah. using on, yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. So what you're using on mm-hmm. your skin, um, is basically what you're using in your body. It's almost like if you're drinking these ingredients, so it's super important to use the most purest ingredients. And I know this is some people are thinking maybe we're coming really out of left field. Like, what are they talking about? Like what? I can't use my Pantene Pro V or I can't use my super expensive, you know, Brazilian blowout products or whatever. No, I I don't recommend you using those things. You know, I recommend that if you're not going to make it yourself, you look for very conscious brands. And, uh, you know, like I said, I have some stuff on my website or you can go to thinkdirty.com and it rates products and it tells you like what's in it and if it's actually really good for you. And they have a pretty hardcore rating system, actually, because there was some lines that I thought were even clean. You know, they had a few products that weren't even rated that high. So I think that's a really good resource for people to check out just to see like what is in their products. And um, not only that, give the product a try and just see how it makes you feel. Don't don't commit to it just because everybody's using it or because, oh, it looks really good for you, because maybe it's not something that you resonate with and you're not in love with. And it's okay to use different products for different things. You don't have to stick with one line for everything, you know? Absolutely. And one of the things that everyone should definitely be aware of, um, especially women, too, is that so many of the hormonal fluctuations and like the, the, the upside down hormones that are going on, like that I see all the time, is a lot of it is contributed by what we're touching all the time in terms of plastic, plastic bottled water, and then even the clothing that we're wearing, non-organic clothing, um, even clothing that is agitating the skin, and all these cosmetic products that, as you're talking about, are filled up with so many toxins, and those toxins now 
are being, um, <clears throat> they're considered what are called end endocrine disruptors, right? So they disrupt the hormone sequences of the endocrine system, and that causes estrogen dominance. It's an inflation of the wrong kinds of estrogens that are all correlated with breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cancer, and cysts, and the list goes on. Even one thing I want to just put out there is um, I came across a study that said 85% of tampons contain Monsanto's cancer-causing glyphosate um, herbicide, which is the most heavily used herbicide in the world. And the reason for that is because it's inorganic cotton. And they're using the glyphosate to spray on that cotton as an insecticide. And nobody knows this, right? You, you, oh. Like nobody knows what's going on. That's going into people's lady parts. And that's your reproductive, childbearing, life-creating, you know, libido-creating, um, uh, you know, part of your body, right? Um, so that, like, that kind of stuff right there is so critical, not just because it's like, oh, I want to have beautiful skin, I want to have nice collagen and elastin connectivity in my skin and, and all that kind of thing. Obviously, that's a byproduct, but we're talking about somebody's, like, we're talking about your life, we're talking about your fertility, your ability to bear a child, your, your libido, if that's important to some people. You know, like, this conversation goes very deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, I guess, so, you know, that's the frustrating thing too. That's, that's like, again, why I started Bazaar Collection because I, you know, and we're releasing bikinis and we're responsibly resourcing all of the materials and using recycled materials and just trying to be sustainable as possible down to our packaging, down to our business cards, you know, like, and I have so many resources that I, I wish I could share today and we only have so much time, but I mean, even the, the tampon thing, you're right. I mean, there's this, this cup called the Luna. Yeah. The love cups, right? Yeah. The Luna cup. So it's the Luna cup is like the diva cup, you know, very similar. Mm -hmm. And it has this silicone that's really safe for women. And it's something that women don't know about. And I know I always tell everybody, well, I use those, I use those. And first people are weirded out. They're like, what is that? And I remember being on Maui at the farmer's market, buying one and being like, what are you guys talking about? You know? And, and I would never go back to tampons. It's just so bad for you. Like you said, and not only does it do what you explained, but the toxic sh shock syndrome that it causes and you're plugging mm. up what should be naturally coming out of your body, a woman's, you know, the process of the flow, you know, and it's, you know, and I'm glad that, you know, whoever's listening, you know, for, if you're listening out there, like definitely take this into consideration because this affects your mom, your wife, your daughters, um, yourself, you know, if you're trying to bear children and just have your own children. And it's really important to be very conscious of all of the things that you're doing, whether it's the clothing that you're buying or the products that you're using and even um, the products that you're using to clean your house with, you know, like, mm. I think that's another thing is most people don't realize that the inside of their homes, um, the air quality is like 10 times worse than just being outdoors. So right. they're using, yeah, they're, you know, you're not using humidifiers and different, you know, things to clean the air on the inside and you're using Febreze and oh my goodness, huh. that stuff gives me a, now that I've gone vegan, I can't even use products like that. I, I literally get a headache and I'll get nauseous and start vomiting because the toxins are so strong. I can't even handle it. I can't even wear perfumes. Like everything I use now is so natural that my body can't even handle 
all those toxins. Like if I go into somebody's house and they're burning like a candle or they have air fresheners, I literally get sick and I'll tell them, I'm sorry, I just can't even be here because I'm getting so sick right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Absolutely. I, I've had that experience many times. Um, just where I, I changed my diet over a number of years and just left alone like the, the heavy, dense animal materials and the processed food and the dairy and whatever else that was literally it was like insulation material in my body you know if you think of your body as a series of tubes and everything has to go through the circulatory passage then you don't want to be plugging your tubing system up right yeah you don't want to be insulating yourself more than you need to um, as for as a form of like construction beyond that you don't want to be plugging yourself up because then the flow gets stopped and then all those toxins start to bioaccumulate and back up in that in your your system and that that we can go to the nth degree about that but it's just the basic principle that you know once you clean out your body through progressively you know adopting uh, a healthier diet and a more plant-based diet then things start to release from your body and you start your 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 sensitivities come back, right? That's what you're talking about. You become more sensible as a human being um, because you're more sensitive. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're more in tune with yourself. You're like, oh no, I can't I can't have that. Like you are very aware and you're taking better care of yourself. And it, this is funny that we say this because a, a while back, my friends, there was some face line or some skincare line that, you know, does this pyramid marketing thing. And I remember my friends saying, oh, well, I can't sell that. You know, my friend sold that because he has all these connects and da, 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 and he tried to sell it and he couldn't get any sales. He's like, oh, the people that I know, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we were laughing and we were talking about it. And he goes, yeah, my mom tried it and so-and-so tried it and they loved it. And, you know, because they notice changes with their skin. He goes, but to be honest, I don't think the product works. I think that they notice a change with their skin because they just started taking care of their skin. Like they had a routine and every day they were washing it and every day they were doing this and they were doing that. And they were just making it a point to take care of their skin. And that's why their skin got better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's another thing is when you're making it a point to take care of yourself, no matter like what the fact that you're taking care of yourself, you're going to see changes. You're going to put it, like I said, mark that time in your calendar. Say every morning when I wake up, I have to have this tonic, you know, this morning tonic to get things flowing. Next, I need to journal. Once I clear my mind, I need to meditate. Once I meditate, it's off to work or whatever that I have to do that day. Once I'm working, I need to take a break. I need to stretch. I need to, you know, have a, a very fulfilling lunch. I need to do yoga. I need, you know what I mean? I need to exercise today and I need to spend time with my, my husband or my wife or my, my pets or myself, you know, and, and just really get back to you. I think that we are definitely all in this rat race and we just don't make time for ourselves. And after so many years go by, you can see it. You can see it in people. They have bags under their eyes or wrinkles or hair loss or you know, they're overweight, you know, because they just don't even make time to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see the businessmen who are multi, multi, multi-millionaire. And now they're coming to me saying, Michaela, I have this illness. I'm very sick. I, I took 10 years to build my empire and I didn't even work on my own health, you know? And it's like, what good are you without your health? Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line, right? Like if you want to talk about renewable resources, well, let's talk about your health first and foremost, because you are 
potentially a free energy generating device. But it's kind of like a, the holographic reality. I always reference like the outer world is a reflection of the inner world. So we have this whole carbon-based fossil fuel reality where we're constantly digging up um, resources that essentially are not going to be renewable resources at a certain point, And we're using that to burn fuel. And that's kind of what we're doing dietarily too, just in our own life, is that we're burning up the gas tank and to the point where there's so much fire that's being burnt, but we don't, we're not giving it the fuel that it needs to keep on running the engine that eventually it's going to burn through the engine, right? And then that's what yeah. people notice. That's what, from a Chinese medical perspective, they call that leaking jing. So that's your life force. That's your, your kidney adrenal, your adrenal fatigue, essentially. You know, that, that like wonkiness, that brain fog, that lack of life force, that people are just kind of existing under and yeah it's like if you don't have your health it's it's like you don't have anything yeah and that's why i promote health to the max you know because it's something that i think people need to bring back you know not just like oh i want to get really thin and i want to lose weight and look like so and so or you know i just want to be like really beautiful like that's that's great those are great goals you know to have if that's what your goals are but there's got to be more of a deeper meaning behind it because you can go and lose all that weight and gain it right back all over again because it's deeper than what you're eating. It's that you're taking care of yourself. You know what I mean? It's just that's what it really is at the end of the day. Are you taking care of yourself? And that's mentally, physically, emotionally, um, in your job, in your career, in your passions, it's just everything that you're doing. Are you keep I, like you said the, yeah there's never going to be a complete balance but you need to try as hard as possible to take care of yourself as well absolutely couldn't mm -hmm. agree more well um i'm really curious you you've actually totally got me inspired to start making a clay mask skin so thank you <laughs> i'm gonna jump right into that um what how do you how do you remain calm and focused in your day-to-day -day life with everything that's going on Obviously, you your nutrition strategy is working for you. But what other exercises do you do you use? So yeah, I I mean I'm a huge advocate of meditation and journaling. I journal at least twice a day, probably. I keep it with me when I you know like in business. You know, a lot of things fall through and it's chaotic. You know, having a business so sometimes I'm just so frustrated and I don't know what to do to let it out. And I'll just journal. I'm like, okay, this person did this. It really frustrated me today, but I didn't let them know that. And, and, you know, instead I'll just journal about my experience and what did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? How can I fix the situation or what is the solution? And I just work out whatever's going on that day in my journal. Um, I think meditation really helps. I think meditation is life changing, you know, to be able to calm your mind and to be able to focus and say, okay, this is what I have to do today. Let me calm my mind and then do what I have to do and know that my mind is clear and ready to move forward. Because when your mind is sporadic, you cannot move forward because you're just thinking of all these different things. I think um, definitely in nature every single day. I have a puppy. So I have a little like Yorkie Terrier, Coco, and we go on so many adventures and I love it because I'm like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And he's always down, you know, for the cause, like he'll go four miles, you know, on a hike and 
still keep going. And he's a little Yorkie, you know, they're, they're small. Um, this one has long legs for some reason. I don't know why, if he's purebred or what the reason, but he can definitely go. So I think getting out in nature and just getting fresh air is, is really, um, you know, the key to my success, you know, with my daily schedule and having just to clear my head and taking a walk around the block or starting off my day with a really nice walk just little simple things like that, you know, making time to exercise or calling a friend or just talking to your friends is also a really good form of therapy. I also do see a therapist once a week um, mm. for, yeah, I see a therapist and that really helped push me in the right direction because I was going through a lot recently with my dad passing away, um, you know, in August of 2015, a few, like two days before my birthday. So that was really hard watching that. And I had to go to therapy after that because it just was really hard on me, you know, to see my, lose my father to cancer. Mm. So I think after that, um, I said, I'm going to go to therapy and just talking out your goals and your plans with somebody. And, um, even just having an accountability buddy really helps. I do have a set of mentors and actually, I don't know if you want people to know this, Ronnie, but you're one of my mentors. Mm. <laughs> so I think that really helps having somebody who can evaluate what the path that you're on and let you know, you know, maybe what can work better for you and you deciding whether you're going to take their advice or not. But if they're successful and what they're doing, it's probably a great idea to follow in their path and, you know, do something original with your style. For example, like, you know, you do your thing with your courses and you definitely gave me some ideas for my own course. And I have another mentor who's, you know, a huge business mogul and he kind of gives me ideas for marketing and just how to get my business going. And then I have, you know, my godmom who guides me in my relationships and love. And when mm -hmm. I need to talk to her about, you know, this isn't going so well with this guy or, you know, me and my friend had a little bit of a falling out and I, I don't know how to make it up to them or, you know what I mean? We all have these struggles in life. I'm, I'm not perfect and I don't have the, you know, the best of everything, but I try to every day learn from my situations and how can I improve myself or how can I help others or how can I balance my time between all of this? And I think, um, journaling, like I said, once again, um, having a planner and a schedule really helps me, you know, stay calm and say, okay, I need to do this today. And then I'm not going to be able to get all that done today. It's just me. So if I can't outsource that and I don't have the budget to outsource that, you know what I mean? How can I make time to work on that and get that done by the day that mm -hmm. I said I was going to do it? Mm -hmm. So I think having realistic deadlines and setting, you know, the smart goal setting system um, is a great way to stay balanced and to know like, how to work on every area in your life every single day. And that's how you feel balanced when you know what you're working on and you're staying organized. Right on. Yeah. Organization is key for sure. Oh, this has been really amazing so far. Really great, really great insights that have come out of this things that I wasn't even expecting. So I'm really excited. I know I have to believe that the audience is too because we've gone into some interesting territory that, funny enough, I haven't really gone on to with anyone up to this point. You're the 16th person so far in this, uh, this interview show, this podcast. And the whole beauty secret aspect to me is really fascinating. It's, more, it's getting more fascinating actually as I talk to you, funny enough. Um, just about, I'm kind of curious with the time we have left and you can totally take this in any direction you want. Um, but are there any other little novel strategies, um, 
or tools or tricks that you know of to help people? You know, let's say, for example, if someone has bags under their eyes, they have, uh, you know, um, I'm thinking of like skin irritations, maybe like little um, hormone imbalances, menopausal imbalances, anything that you've come across that you've found little tricks and uh, solutions to. One of my favorites is squeezing, and there's two, there's two ways that you can do this, but balancing your pH, you can use lemons or you can use apple cider vinegar. I feel like apple cider vinegar is the cure-all. Like, I actually really believe that in my heart. I'm like, oh, just use apple cider vinegar. But um, mm. that, <laughs> but the, <laughs> using that as a toner on your skin um, is one of the the best things that I've came across when I break out, I will either splash fresh squeezed lemon or apple cider vinegar on my skin. And then I will rinse it with cold water to lock, you know, to close my pores. And I found that that does amazing, it has amazing results for my skin. Um, just, you know, if I'm having any irritations or breaking out and it really balances the pH level. So if you have like spots, the lemon juice helps basically bleach your skin, you know, it balances out the color in your skin. The other thing that I think a lot of women will appreciate once you find this out, you're going to love me is using jojoba oil Mm. for makeup removal and for basically you're, you're going to do like an oil wash on your skin. So, um, at first I started with coconut oil for this, but I realized that it's, it leaves this type of film over my eyes and I really didn't like that because I couldn't really see that good after. And it would like kind of rub all the makeup in my eyes. But what I do is I just take about a quarter size amount of jojoba oil, mix it with a little bit of water, rub it on my hands, and I use that every day to take all my makeup off. And what it does is it acts as a wax for your skin, for the makeup, and it melts it right off. It removes all the makeup off. And it costs way less than any other makeup remover that you're going to find out there. And it's the most natural. And what you do is you just rub it in circular forms all over your skin. And then you'll see that the makeup is off. You rinse your skin. You're still going to have oil on your skin. And you just keep rubbing and rubbing for about 2 to 10 minutes. Then you get a hot... And, and men can do this too. You can do this. You don't wear makeup, but at the end and the beginning of every day, you can do an oil wash. And when you're done with the oil, once you've rubbed it in your skin for like about two minutes, you will get a a washcloth and put it under very, very hot water. And you're going to wring it out and throw it directly on your face. Mm -hmm. And you're going to do this three times to steam out any toxins or impurities that are in your skin. And then the very last time that you do it, you're going to get the washcloth and you're going to rub it you know, in circular form all over your skin and you're just going to wipe off the oil and your whatever oil is left in your skin, you're going to leave it because now your skin's moisturized. And then you can do, um, the toner, you know, like I just mentioned right before of lemon juice or apple cider vinegar. And that is good. Like you're good after that, you know? So then you can put in your moisturizer if you like, or whatever your routine is after that. But I found the best results with those two simple things on my skin daily. I do it daily and I don't even use a face wash anymore. So, (laughs) you know, because, you know, I just don't see the point, you know, this is the most simple way of doing it and the most cost effective and it's just really good for your skin and balancing your pH. So those are the things I strongly recommend if you want to take something away from today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to put that into practice today. 
yeah, you, you'll notice the difference in your skin. Like, I just feel so much better. And I don't actually wear makeup every day. I'm not, you know, I live in Hawaii. It's hot. I'm sweating. Like, I just, I can't be going through all that. You know, like my makeup, <laughs> you know, like just dripping all over my face. I'm like, it's hot. But I also want really pretty skin. And I want to be able to wear makeup and feel confident that people aren't looking at me for, oh, she has really bad skin. Or look at it. You know, she's. She has blotches on her skin. I guarantee nobody is looking at you and thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, so that's the other thing. As a woman, you know, or, or any any being, you have these self-conscious thoughts uh-huh. of yourself that other people aren't probably noticing. But in your yeah. mind, this is getting to you. So that's why when you take right. care of yourself, you're like, oh, well, I took care of that. And you feel more confident because you just know you're taking care of True. yourself. You go out into the world and you're like, I look great, you know, so. True. And that, that confidence that that exusion of confidence is really like that charisma is like an energetic permeance or uh permeability that that goes out to people that that people feel and that's that that attractor factor that magnetic quality is not so much just the physical characteristics it's it's you feeling confident and solid within you that really like you know influences other people for the better Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, wonderful. Well, I really love this conversation. Um, you know, with the couple minutes that we have left, I would love for you to discuss your upcoming retreat, your detox course. Um, yeah. Yes. So I have a company called Wonder Love Retreats, and. We are starting off our retreats in Hawaii. So Oahu will be the first island that we do it at. And we're thinking, well, we're doing it on the end of May. So we don't have the date set in stone exactly. We'll we'll finalize that by next week. So I don't know if you want to take this out of there, but yeah. Um, So we're going to start doing retreats in Hawaii. And this is really cool because we're going to focus on just women. So they're more like goddess retreats and we're going to have different types of retreats such as inner beauty, outer beauty. We're going to have like raw food retreats and yoga retreats. So we have so much in store for everybody. And if they can't, if it's not in your budget to do these, you know, three day or six day retreats with us, we also have one day retreats that we'll be doing. Um, Those will be like an all day thing, you know, I'm sorry. Those will be like, you know, a a day retreats where people come and they can do meditation with us and start the day off with yoga. And then they'll learn how to make these awesome raw foods and they'll just have little, you know, gift bags to take away. And it's just a really nice, it's something that I can offer to people that I'll feel good about doing, you know? Mm -hmm. So we have Wonder Live retreats coming up. I have Bazaar Collection. Uh, We're going to be releasing bikinis in April as well. We'll be having all of our, actually, we're going to start releasing them in March, but as of April, I know that we'll be having everything online and that's bizarrecollection.com where people can go check out some of the really beautiful artisan, you know, handcrafted spiritual jewelry and crystal jewelry. It's actually very beautiful. It's a little edgy and sexy. And I have like, you know, lots of handmade things on there, such as bags and artisan soaps and just really pretty items like sarongs and stuff. And if people are, are, if you're an artist out there and you have something that you'd love to put on Bazaar Collection, definitely go check out the website and see if your stuff matches what I have, because I'd love to feature your stuff. You know, if you think that you're making something really beautiful and it's, it's vegan and it's something that 
the people will appreciate, then I definitely love to feature your stuff on the website. Um, the other thing I have is super sexy Raw's detox course, which I just launched and next week is our official launch. So that is something that I'm really excited to present to the world. I worked very hard on it and we shot it here in Hawaii and it's just really beautifully done. And it's, it's just a six week detox course where we lead people to setting their goals, teaching them how to meditate, basically most of the things that we discussed today. And then some teaching them what foods are good for, you know, bloating and digestion and how to know what their, what products are good, what aren't, how to make their own cleaning products and lots of worksheets and just things for people to work on so that they know, you know, how to cleanse their life up and it will help you go vegan, but that's not going to be the primary source. Because like I said, if you want to make your life better and to cleanse your life, you have to clean all of your life up, not just your diet. Mm. So yeah, those are the things that I'm working on. And I mean, I have so much in store for everybody. I've just been really busy and I'm really excited to, you know, collaborate with others and bring this beautiful healing items and retreats and detoxes to the world. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. And what what are your websites? Yeah, so Mm bazaarcollection.com is uh, my website for, and that's B-A-Z-A-A-R collection. Dot com, And that's my website for all of the, you know, really awesome artisan items that people can check out. My other website is supersexyraw.com. And you can find me on all of social media. So Periscope, Super Sexy Raw, and Snapchat, and Twitter, and, um, you know, Facebook, also Super Sexy Raw. So if you're looking for me, just basically Google that or type that in. And then Wonder Love Retreats, we're just getting that site up right now. It's under construction, but we do have the Instagram and we have the Facebook, which I've already started posting and sharing everything that we're up to on. So it'd be IG would be um, Instagram.com slash Wonder Love Retreats. And that's W-A-N-D-E-R Love Retreats. And or you can go to the Facebook, which is, you know, facebook.com slash wonderloveretreats. And I'm really excited about all that. And then also, if you can share the link to my detox course, um, I'll send that to you. And then people can check that out on your website or your podcast notes and see, like, what the link is to the detox course. I host that one on Rozuku. So, um that's a platform, you know, that I host my course on. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, all the stuff that I'm working on. And I, I'm really, I'm just really excited, you know, that people are listening to this right now and that you're putting all that stuff out into the world and, you know, just the collaborations that are coming along. And it's, it's really nice, you know, to see that my work is finally coming into fruition and that people are really interested in what I'm doing and they're really excited to take part in it or take my courses or come and vibe with me. You know, it's really beautiful. It is beautiful, and so are you. You're an amazing you. human being on the inside and everything else, and I just really love what you're doing, and super happy to help support you and you know uplift our generation and everyone else that wants to come along for the ride. So with that said, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Thank you for having me, and thank all of you for listening. All right, everyone, there it is, another episode of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show. I hope you guys enjoyed our amazing guest, Michaela Christensen. And Christian. Christian, thank you. <laughs> I knew that. That popped up in my mind as I said it. Uh, Michaela Christian. And 
You can check out all her stuff on the websites. Those will be in the show notes as well. And I look forward to having all of you tune into the very next episode. And until then, aloha. Aloha.